Well, hello, it's the Kathy and Sandy show. <laughs> Here we are again. You know, we're trying to figure this out. And I thank you so much for your comments and your comments. It's just helping us to do better at what we do. We're trying to figure this whole thing out. And if you could sit us behind the scenes, you guys would laugh at us too, because we're having a blast trying to figure it all out. Welcome, welcome. Um, this is What's on Your Life Plate with Kathy Sawyer and Sandy Walker, and we're just walking down life trying to figure some different things out. And I do thank you for your comments that we've gotten on email. Um, we really appreciate your input. It helps us to be better us's. And today we thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, teen moms and the process of growing up through that. And so Sandy and I have just been sort of praying and thinking about what are, is in our world. And both Sandy and I were teenage mamas. And so um, just a piece of this place plate, if you want to get in touch with this, it's what's on your life plate at gmail.com. And phone number, if you care, is 360-608-2727 to text or leave a message. We would love to answer any questions that you have. So Sandy, how the heck you doing, girl? <laughs> I'm doing okay. It's Friday. I know. Yay. You, you know, it's funny. It's when you're, you're still working, when it, retired, you know, every day is a Friday almost, but. But uh, I don't think you retire, do you? You're just as busy. I know I am. And it's just funny how you still look at it like, oh, Friday afternoon, Friday afternoon. So yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. So we're going to talk about uh, teenage moms. And yes, uh, for anybody out there, we, I'm, we're being pretty transparent, um, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> and, um, I, I, I know for myself, I was a very promiscuous young lady. I was very broken and wounded and wanted to be loved and looked for love in all the wrong places. And I was out on my own at 16. I had a studio apartment and um, got pregnant at 17. And a month later, I turned 18. But uh, I have to tell you that knowing that I was pregnant, I literally stopped smoking pot, stopped smoking cigarettes, and really decided that it was time to figure out my life. And um, that little guy this year will be 51 years old. And it, he's just the coolest gift. I can't even tell you. Uh, but I grew up with him because I didn't grow up when he went to play with his toys. I played. It was fun to make truck noises and do characters and read books to him. It was cool um, because just life and then the process of that. How about for you, Sandy? Oh, well, I was a little different. You know, I, I already said I was uh, raised kind of in a Norman Rockwell type of society almost in a little town in Iowa and I have to say I wasn't promiscuous I I'm not saying that I, I I'm just saying that this was a shock it was an absolute I shock <laughs> I didn't even know that that happened why did that happen wait wait <laughs> yeah no my boyfriend and I were together for a couple of years and um he was going to go away to, or he did go away to college, and I was left a senior in high school, and uh, it was just something that happened, and I had to go home, we had to go home and tell our parents, and back in that day, you got married. I mean, you, you got married. That's just the way Let it was. Let me share a funny, funny quick story. Uh -huh. I was waiting tables at the time that I was pregnant, and one of these regular customers had come in, and she, and she said, oh, you're pregnant because I didn't know you were married and I went oh shoot I forgot that part 
Yeah, I you, don't, you don't have to be married. I mean, if, if I was, I guess I was lucky because um, it certainly wasn't easy. And I talk about growing up overnight, boy, didn't we? And yeah, yeah. just not knowing, uh, uh, I mean, I didn't even know what birth was like. I had no idea. Went went through the pregnancy, went through birth, and I had two sisters and a mother, and um, still I didn't know. Isn't that funny? People just didn't really share. Or talk. Maybe it was my community. I don't know. I mean, people just didn't do that then. And and uh, I'll never forget the doctor when I went in to, to give birth was, this was back in the day where they, well, he told me he, he likes to put people to sleep. Well, I don't know how you have birth being asleep, but I think what he meant was just so many drugs that you really uh, aren't, he just yells you at you and tells you what to do when you have a baby because uh, they fed me at 12 noon and he comes in to check me about 20 minutes later. And this is back also in the day where the doctor would got by with screaming and calling nurses names. And he did. He screamed oh. and yelled and obscenities at these nurses. Oh my gosh. Yep. The why they fed me because see back in the Midwest, your midday meal was called dinner. It wasn't lunch. It was dinner. And so it was a big meal and I won't be able to give her drugs. Now I won't be able to put her to sleep. I won't be able to da, 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 da. And so without even realizing what I was doing, I had natural childbirth <laughs> and, and, uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it was pretty amazing, but anyway, uh, getting back to growing up overnight, once you have that little baby and it wasn't easy and it wasn't. And I had a husband and I, we went to school. Uh, I finished school. We, uh, pregnant or, uh, after she was born and then went on to college back in Minnesota. And I tell you, we, we knew that we had to make the best of it. And this is just the way it was. And I, I feel very fortunate because a lot of people don't have the experience I had with um, having the support. Like, I don't know, did you have support? No, the sad thing was, is because I was underage and he was 22. Mm. His parents freaked out and they thought I was going to sue him for statutory rape. So oh. they forbid him to see me once they knew I was pregnant. And oh. it, it was really hard because Worse. we tried to connect, we tried to connect and it got, it got messy and sad. And yeah. I got so sad that I said, just go, I'll raise my baby by myself, just go. And I can remember, you know, my dad, sweet guy, but an Archie Bunker, which somebody won't know what that is, just a redneck kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling him and I knew he'd cuss me out, put me down, call me a slut, call me a whore. But then he'd hug me and say, I love you. Let's take care of it. Yeah. So I literally lived with him. And um, I can remember one night, my little Eric was so sick and I had to get up and work the next morning. And my dad came in about 2 a.m. And he goes, I'll walk with him. You get some sleep. Oh. And so he turned soft and he, I have great pictures of him with my son. And um, it was a sweet blessing that he became real soft and caring for me because uh, Eric's bi biological father, when Eric was six months old, was killed by a drunk driver, a 17-year-old drunk driver. Oh, and so Doug good. and I really could not continue a relationship. Um, and that poor little gal went to prison for vehicular homicide. But um, 
Wow. Yeah. That's quite a, that's a tragedy. That's, that's sad. Yeah. That's very sad. And well, Aaron, yeah, and their son would have been the last one to carry out the name. And so my son would have carried out that name mm -hmm. for them if they had, but um, God just brought me through it. Um, and I, I stayed with my father for quite a while until um, Eric got to be a particular age. But like you say, you grow up fast. I remember, oh, quick story. Overnight. Yes. So my, here I bring home my little baby and I'm, he's a little boy. And I, now I'm 17. You are too. So I go to change his diaper and he has an erection. I flipped out. I thought I had a little pervert baby. So I call the nurse. I go, nurse, 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 my, my baby has a heart on. What do I do? She starts laughing. She goes, honey, he's going to have those for the rest of his life. <laughs> go, well, how do I change his diaper? She goes, just push it down on his tummy and put his diaper on. I went, oh my gosh, I thought this was so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, my Mine was a little girl and she... Oh. Her name is Jennifer, and uh, it was love bug. yeah. And she and I were uh, oh, what was that old Helen Reddy song? I can't remember it now, but it was uh, she and I against the world. It, it, you know, it was just she was just oh. a little shadow always. Jennifer and Sandy, Jennifer and Sandy. Her dad was very important to her too. Not he was a, a great little da a daddy to her, but um, it mm. ended in divorce and yada 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 and he's and he did pass away too but anyway um it's amazing and I always always told my children that don't do what I did because it it would it, it was tough and it's it, a harder harder road to tow it was a very hard road to tow and I remember it, one of the things that changes you is you always, no matter what you do, have a responsibility that you, you can't just take and get rid of. It's your responsibility. And it's a huge one in yeah. every way, shape, and form. Yeah. And um, it's a lot. And so these teenage girls or teenage moms, I always, my heart goes out to them because I want them to know that it doesn't have to mean you have a negative, awful life. It's really up to you. I mean, I, I feel like I was, I was pretty lucky. Amen. Yeah, I was lucky, but it took a lot of self preserver perseverance and for me to want more um, and not give up on a situation where because I do have this huge responsibility, because I do have this precious child, I can't go anywhere. I can't go and do things that normal people could do that didn't have children in their 20s. Do you know what I mean? Does that make oh, sense? Totally. It shifts yeah. your world because your friends at that age don't have babies. No. So you and always so, have And for you, um, you were married. And so I imagine your friends probably weren't married or with children at the time. Right. Not too many. And, and then making the big move, you know, out here when she was three years old, 2000 mile move uh, was, was huge. Not knowing anybody, not having grandparents, not having anybody to, to take care of her. Well, and did you have grandparents nearby? No. Yeah. No. See that. So you're doing it on your own. Yeah, everything was on 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 our own, and um, so I always told my kids. That's because, and I went on to you know get married again and have two more children, 
and I, all three of them though, Jennifer didn't have children until she was 30 and my other two didn't either. And I'm not saying that everybody is ready when they're ready. That's okay. Yep. But, um, I just wanted to break that cycle. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Cause as you're saying that I'm trying to think of my kiddos and one did one didn't. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think that's so very difficult. I know that volunteering at a pregnancy center, um, options 360 here, a young woman came in, incredible woman. She sat down and she goes, well, I might be pregnant. So we did a pregnancy test and she was pregnant. And I said, well, what do you think? And she goes, well, my boyfriend said, if I get an abortion, he'll stay with me. And I said, well, what do you think? What would you like? And she goes, she started to get mad. She goes, you know what? My mom was a single mom. She had us young. She raised us. You know what? F him. I can do this. So by golly, bless her heart. She goes and gets an ultrasound and it's twins. Oh boy. And I tell you what, those incredible, incredible little lambs today are five years old, going to be five years old this year. And she, the guy was a loser and uh, in and out of her life and just trying to cause problems. And she's got it figured out, but she's going to school. She's going to be a pharmacist. She's oh, wow. got, she's done her two years of college. She's getting things under her belt. And that's, she did that by herself, these two beautiful babies. And that's what I'm trying to say is that yes. you don't yes. have to have it be uh, such a negative sentence that you're, you think you're never going to get anywhere in life because you were a teenage mom. It does not have to yeah. happen. And she was the first one in her family to go to college. Yeah, that's. And not she just set goals, still setting them today. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you're right on that point, Sandy. Well, it, our choice, am I going to make my life better or get in a hole? Right, exactly. I, I remember uh, when my kids were little, I went, they had a teenage pregnant. I don't even know if they have this anymore. Um, teenage pregnancy where the girls at school uh, could bring their babies to school in the high they school. Yeah, yeah, there's some schools here and there's an actual daycare preschool at the school and students get credits for taking that as a class. Oh, we didn't have that then, but what... Um, I would go I and talk Evergreen High School. I would go and uh, talk to them. They'd have me come in about once a month. Oh. All I had time to do just to do that, you know, just to say to these girls and let them see here's somebody that that made it and didn't not on welfare, not on. And, you know, I'm not going to I'm not here to judge anybody. If people need help, that is great. There's help out there. But I. I guess what I'm saying is you can do whatever you want to do. Yep. I, in fact, when I was at the, the options 360 or it might've been crisis pregnancy center, one of the girls came in pregnant and I said, well, you're just three months or two months, maybe not even that. Let's get you go ahead and enrolled um, in college and or high school. Let's finish out your high school. And she goes, why am I going to do that? My grandma was on welfare. My mom was on welfare and I'll just be on welfare. I went, whoa, 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 wait, why don't you change it? why don't you make a decision that I want it different than grandma and mom? And I never did see that girl again, but I hope and I pray that she decided that, no, I want good for me and my baby. Well, you know, that's interesting because um, 
we couldn't at the time couldn't go back to school. We couldn't go to school being pregnant. We yeah. had to quit school. Today we couldn't. Yeah. Right. So I quit school and moved with my husband to where he was going to college. Had Jennifer in July. And I knew, I mean, I hurt my mom. I mean, I, she never, I mean, like you and your mom, your dad, uh, how they became so sweet and soft. But at first it was, it was very hurtful. I know yeah. it was. And um, what I did is I knew that I was going to go back to high school. Well, back then you had to do regular high school. So I was in this college town and I went to the public high school there and enrolled and little Jennifer was just a month old and I got a babysitter and I'll never forget. I interviewed here. I am 18 years old at that time, but interviewing these people to babysit my infant. And this one lady came and I'll still remember her, Mrs. Sandstrom. She was so sweet and uh, she took care of Jennifer. I'd drop her off at her house and I'd go to regular high school, regular high school. Job well done. Yeah. And, but I'll tell you what, it was not. The teachers would look at me and right in the middle of, of classes will say, well, my name. And uh, I'm sure you know what you're going to be doing this weekend. And would just come out and talk about, you know, because I was married and this and that. It was so hard. I mean, I'd walk out of that school crying because I came from well, that a is shaming. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. But back then they got by with all that stuff. And I came from a small town high school. And this was, you know, a big city high school. But I did. I did it. I went and I walked and my parents came and they watched me walk in June. And, and uh, I got that high school diploma. And my mom passed two months later. I'll be darned. Yeah. So wow. that was something. And that's God. I mean, that's yeah. God. I mean, I, 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 to see it. I had to have faith and I knew that, okay, things are going to be okay. Things will be okay. And it was a horrible, hard year. But you know what? Yep. A crazy thing for me was I was waiting tables at the chart house and two girls, Candace and Sue, um, I was talking about going back to get my GED. Now that's in my late twenties, early thirties, mm -hmm. and I'll be darned. There I was going back to get my GED, and I go back to. And then when I went back to college to get my education for therapy, um, I go in the classroom, and one of the girls said, "Aren't you the teacher?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know the SAT test, and you're around all these seventeen and eighteen-year-olds. Yeah. Yep, yep, me. Yeah. It was, I'll tell you what, that was a year of being humbled yes. and really learning that how nice that I could, there was a second option. There are, there are choices. Yeah. And, and then to move on from there was just such a, yeah, it, it's been quite a journey, hasn't it, being a teenage mama? Well, it has. And I just want to say, though, the teen pregnancy, um, luckily for all of us, has keeps going down. And um, yay. Yeah. I mean, in the, it's declined in the past 20 Debbie, years. You've got some statistics. Why don't you share those? Well, okay. In 2018, the United States teen birth rate was 17.4 births per thousand females between the ages of 15 and 19. It decreased to 16.9 in 2019. So 
And, you know, and a lot of this is, and we need to talk about this, that uh, we talk about how I, no one told me anything while well, people are talking and yes. uh, parents are now in this day and age are talking to their children more and yeah. they are getting more education in schools and whatnot. And I, I tell you, whatever it takes, um, and a lot of it is, of course, birth control methods and whatnot, too, which which, you know, we can't stop our kids from having sex, I, I guess, if they're going to have it when they're young. I mean, what do we, well, we did. So <laughs> 16 year old client, a 17 year old. And he goes, I was talking to him and I talked to the family too. And he said, uh, the parents said, you know, we know he's having sex. We know he is. And we've got to figure this out. I know he is. And uh, he swore to me he wasn't. He swore to me he wasn't. So the next session that was he and I, it was just him and I talking. And I go, okay, be straight up with me. Are you? He goes, no, we're not having sex, but we're doing oral sex. And I went, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, so you're just playing a game with it. You know? yeah. It's like, oh, bless your heart, buddy. Well, so like you say, they're going to. So we need to say, okay, let's talk about this. I know with my grandsons, I talk with the 19 year old and the 16 year old about having sex and um, what, what are they doing? And I, I talk to them about, you know, be careful that you don't lust after a girl because you need to love her, not lust her. Yes. And so it's, it's very different today, but you're right with your statistics. I'm glad it's going down. It is, it is. And, you know, and another thing that's so impactful is um, the, teens are taught, like I said, they're talking about it, the mentorship from peers in some communities have even set up mentorship programs to help encourage yeah. healthy sexuality discussions among teens. I mean, you being a therapist and still working, you are very comfortable with it. Me, I have not had that talk with my grandchildren. Um, I don't know if they even want to. I don't know. I mean, it's not as bad as it was when we were growing up, but I, I know my children are very uh, progressive and are going to take care of that. I sure. Well, you know how, you know, with mine too, Sandy, I really do tell them that you need to know that if you've had sex with somebody that's had sex with two people, you multiply that yeah. you've had sex with who they had sex with. Yeah. So there's true. a multiplier in that. And my grandson went, what? How can that be? So we talked about the science of it and he was blown away, not ever thinking that, you know, that was multiplying. Yeah, we are. We are so blessed to have the incredible adult kiddos we have that we were teenage mamas too, and that today we have other kiddos that are just we're just blessed. We but are being a teenage mama. We grew up real quick. Yeah. And I have to tell you, that's a, another thing is is uh, most again, again, to, to stress that, um, listen to Kathy, she went back and got her GED much later in life. Uh, you have to, and, and both of us went on to college, you have to yes. know that you do not, this is not something that you do not go forward, yep. put that foot forward, keep going, move on and say, this is what I want out of life. And you get well, it. And you said it earlier when you said it, it's not a sentence. No. It's, done. it's, it's a different road we chose because of the choices that we made. And for me, and I know for you that we held on tightly knowing that God was going to order our steps 
Mm -hmm. You know, we might have gone this way when we were supposed to go that way, but God said, whoop, 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 come back over here. We got you. We got you. Yep. And he's been so, so awesome for both of us. 